0: That's B-O-D-I dot com.
1: Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo.
2: Bravo. Happy Friday. Uh, It's freezing everywhere, it, it seems like. If you're somewhere where it's warm, consider yourself lucky. Let's dive into, though, keeping it cold, winter house. Oh, and before I do that, this episode is sponsored by Organifi. Go to Organifi.com slash Real Moms to get 20% off your order. And we'll hear a little bit more about why we love Organifi in a little bit. But um, can we just all universally agree we don't like Jess? That's got to be a given. God, I
1: died when Paige was like, She's mad that I don't compliment her enough. I don't fuck her. I was like, oh my God, I love, <laughs> I love when the Scorpio comes out of Paige because that was so accurate. And I mean, we said it last week, guys, we, are team quote, mean girls. I don't even think the girls are necessarily mean girls. That's my opinion. I just think they're very clicky and close. And I think with any girl group, it can be hard to get into, but I think Jess well, is all in put- her head.
2: You have to put some effort, you know. Like, I mean, Amanda was—it was hilarious. Amanda's like, I mean, you're calling us mean, but you're not trying to talk to us, and you say you're a more of a guy's girl, and you're not, so you're not going to hang out with the girls. Well, no wonder you're like you're not feeling included. You're leaving yourself out. And just, if you want to make friends, maybe don't say that the person that everyone tells you you're looking like isn't cute and looks like your mom.
1: Oh my, I about like you guys know. We're Lindsay hub apologists. So yeah, we got activated when we heard that. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like one. She doesn't look like your mom. And she doesn't. And she doesn't look that much older. They look the exact, they look very similar. And when Craig made that comment, I was very like, God damn it, Craig.
2: Like he's still in his he's mad at Lindsay phase. Oh, my God.
1: That man. I mean,
2: he's immature. A lot of these
1: people I don't want to cross because the way their whole grudges is is like no other. And then they get mad again once they see the show. Like, it's like never ending.
2: Well, that's kind of like I mean, we'll dive into it on the Patreon. What Craig was saying on his watch what happens live. He's like, damn it. I was finally in a good place with Lindsay. And when house is going to ruin all that, because he said he commented on a lot of the drama and he knows that she's not. Going to like what he had to say, um, but we will save that for Patreon. So if you want to hear that breakdown, patreon.com slash real Bravo. Um, let's though dive into the arrival of. Well, pre-arrival of Lindsay and Carl. Austin decides now's the time to tell everybody that basically six months ago, Lindsay put her hand on his dick while they were sleeping. Do you believe that happened?
1: I mean,
2: <laughs> I kind of do.
1: I do. I mean, cause to me, it's like, what does Austin have to benefit by sharing this? Like he that's like, like, like to, always my motive. He does love to stir the pot.
2: Yeah. I don't think he would make something up out of nowhere. I do think he will in the game of telephone change things. So like he'll say that He's never told Lindsay he loves her, but then we'll hear like see clips of him saying it like that kind of stuff. Or he'll say like, well, I mean, I never said it sober, you know, like he'll backtrack a little bit. I don't think though he was completely asleep and she was just like all of a sudden grabbing his dick. I think like maybe there were, there was some cuddling and some other things happening. Um, but if you want to quote extend an olive branch to Lindsay by giving Lindsay and Carl your room, cause you feel bad about the things you said on the watch what happens live, where you basically while oh Lindsay's sitting God. there. Annihilated was, her. Yeah. But if you feel bad about that and you want to extend an olive branch, then don't tell the entire house what happened. I think that that to me is like, what are you trying to do here, Austin? You're trying to be the good guy while also stir up drama. And that never goes well.
1: No. And also the whole timeline thing, like Amanda was like very fixated. I got married on September 25th. Holla, oh, it's my birthday too, by the way. <laughs> I got married on September 25th. And then she says later on in the episode that they like consummated their relationship on October 7th. Like, who cares? You know, the beginnings of a relationship to me, there's so much gray area. And if we were to analyze Paige and Craig's relationship, which we have, it was messy as fuck until they became official. Like, yeah, I just am like, I mean, yeah, it's a bit dramatic because of the way they were talking about it. And we have like footage of it, but I also don't think it's that deep.
2: I don't think it's that deep. Also, everyone's like, you know, Lindsay and Carl were going around the entire wedding saying they're going to give love another shot. The clip that we all saw in summer house was Lindsay saying, I'm developing feelings for you. Carl saying I am as well, but I need to, you know, make it a year. I'm really like following the program. I want to stick to this. I have feelings for you, but I can't commit. It can't be anything serious until I hit my one year mark. And she said, okay, I support that. I So I I like, yeah, maybe she knew she loved Carl, but she knew like, well, I can't like dive in deep with him. I don't know like when he's going to be ready. So I'm going to have a little fun. I, I don't think, I don't know. I guess I don't think Lindsay did anything wrong. I think all these girls are just trying so hard to find a reason to possibly break up Lindsay and Carl, because I think they all like Carl but they don't obviously like him with Lindsay because they don't like Lindsay and this bothers them.
1: It is so weird, actually. And it kind of reminds me like as an outside perspective, because I think we've all had a friend where you hated the person they dated.
2: Yeah, in some cases, and then they end up marrying the dick. That's yes, a- <laughs> we've all <laughs> That's been That's a there. whole
1: nother show. Yeah. But it's it's a weird, It's it was weird watching it on Bravo because I feel like usually people... Like, I mean, I think we see it more on housewives, I guess, is where I'm getting at, where people hate the husband like the wife. Yeah. But on charming house rules, I think that's what we're calling all the smerging of these crossovers. We don't normally see that too much. So it was just very interesting to me how loyal everyone is to Carl and do not like Lindsay. And I'm like, well, guys. I mean, we don't know what happened on Summerhouse, so I want to preface this before I say this. But guys, also, like Lindsay and Carl have been friends a long ass time, and if you have respect for Carl and his judge of character, then have respect for his woman too. Ooh,
2: I like it. Um, <laughs> <Just> saying it. <laughs> no, I no, I completely agree. I. I also think, you know, as things that like have come out since then, everything started to make sense. But I would love to know the producers when they sat down planning this season of Winter House. They're like, okay, we're going to bring in some new people. We're bringing in the florists that we like basically like threw in front of your face and the like finale or the final two episodes of um, Summer House. So we all knew the florist was going to be in there. We'll bring back Jason originally maybe not Luke was going to be involved. Then we threw Luke, Luke back in. We've got the Toms. Then we have, you know, Lindsay and Carl coming for a little bit like this too, just to me seems so disjointed for a two week vacation. They are there for 17 days. It's not like they're staying here all summer and it would make sense why they might not, you know, like, like have a
1: revolving door. Of yeah. yeah, no, it kind of, I mean, it just felt like we weren't like getting into like a good groove in the house, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then it brought, it was really awkward, I would say. Like, as a viewer, I can't imagine how awkward it was when Lindsay and Carl arrived because of how no one really interacted with them, except for Luke. Yeah, who Luke like, lit up.
2: He was like, oh my God, I have friends and like, people who did so, me.
1: He was so happy. Like, I don't think I've seen someone, like, I don't know. He was so, so happy to see them. So truly he needed an ally. So I was
2: I was happy for him regarding that uh same. I, I, I don't like when the house feels uneven. I feel like too though, if they really were going to do this, where well, we're bringing in the Toms and we're bringing in Lindsay and Carl, like what would have happened if Olivia came? Like we would, if we would have had all this, I feel like there should have almost been just like a designated guest room, not just an extra bed in Luke's room.
1: Yeah, for sure. But when he left that night, someone stole his room, and I forgot who. Sierra, it was. Sierra, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was a revolving door, but we keep having these fun winter activities. What was your
2: take on the ice skating? Oh, I loved it. And I will say I was impressed. I didn't think any of them were actually going to be decent and they were pretty good. Ice skating is not an easy thing. And I used to ice skate when I was younger and I like tried it again. Like, I don't know, maybe like seven years ago. It's not like riding a bike. Like you do. I mean, you can remember a little bit of like the balance and the gliding, but like for some of them who like really... So they haven't skated in a while. I was impressed.
1: Yeah, I was dying at Paige because she, clearly she was thinking about the outfit first. And then she's oh, like, yeah. what? She's like, what the fuck? Why is, she, why is, is everyone hard. else doing yeah. this and not me? And who takes, um, side note, Craig's saying he takes, took ice skating in college as a class. Like, I didn't I, know that was a thing.
2: <laughs> I'm sure it depends on where, like where you went to school. They must, I mean, I can't remember where he went. Didn't he go to
1: like UV- school of Charleston? Yeah. Or some, I don't know.
2: I thought like, he like, went like, to university of Virginia and then law school in Charleston. But um, anyway, yeah. I mean, there could be something there. I mean, Mizzou had some weird classes that people could take. I guess
1: I didn't search hard enough to take. I took I this. This is like, like what?
2: this is, I mean, I didn't do, this isn't like quite the same, but my friend and I were talking about it when we took this class, You're friends with this person too. Um, Well, you're friends with the people I took it with. We took the history of Africa because it was like an easy history elective and like you needed one to graduate. And we spent the entire semester and our only exam was a map and we had to like label all of the countries of Africa. But throughout the semester, they would just ask us like, what movies do you love that like would like talk about like the history or culture of Africa? So we watched like really random stuff we somehow convinced some cool runnings would make oh sense. my god this sounds so wrong <laughs> like no i know like now i'm like why like this like would be shut down immediately yeah <laughs> but so i mean just think like back i mean craig isn't that much younger than us there were, i mean i'm sure there were some wild classes at mizzou but the fact that like my like entire semester we watched movies about just- africa people who are black basically like (laughs) um no it had to relate back to like african culture somehow like so we did have to watch like amistad and um some heavier movies like we couldn't like just watch like fun ones um okay got it did you watch coming to america we did we i this is so bad someone's like what about the green mile and the guys like kind of said what you said you can't just pick movies with black people like we have oh my god so but anyway (laughs) I'm i'm just yeah. I'm dead. No, no, you're good. <laughs> and like, what's sad is like our teacher was black. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like this was like, so like
1: such an important topic, but it became convoluted with the movie. Well, and
2: also like, I mean, could you imagine now I just feel like if someone's like, yeah, take the history of Africa, you're just going to watch movies with, essentially with black people and then take a test with a map. Like, I feel like it would be considered very insensitive culturally to the people. Uh, of Africa. Yes. So anyway, I'm just percent. saying at the time, Craig was there. It wouldn't shock me that he took a a figure skating. I class. did not know of this class when
1: we. I mean, I'm sure you and I had a drink and discussed this. At, it was the in, easiest Mizzou. A. It was like for a history class, but oh my god, I took the history of. I took an art history class, mm. and that was a doozy. Why? Because I actually really like art. <laughs> I like art, um, and then I took a like uh, like a modern art class too. But anyways, that's a side little. All right. tangent Well, feel free to DM our,
2: us what classes you took. Yes, um, about
1: our college personalities. You guys got a little flavor there of who we were. But no, I thought the ice skating thing was so fun. Um, Luke, of course, was amazing. Carl was good. Kyle was much better. Uh, did you agree with the winner? I don't. I think the the instructor gave it to Paige because she hosted the event, but I didn't think she should have won.
2: I don't. I don't think Paige should have won either. I agree. Who um, do you think should have won? Well, I felt like it was pretty quick. I feel like I needed to see a little bit more um, of everybody. I was actually mostly Im- the most surprised and impressed by Amanda and Kyle because I just didn't think they were going to be good at it at all. I didn't think Jess and Corey were that great.
1: No, I didn't either. I thought um, Sierra yes, the three of them and the- Austin should have won. I didn't get why they won either. I'm with you on that. And I thought um, team blue balls should have
2: won Amanda I, and Kyle. I really liked yeah, I liked team blue balls. I've kind of forgot about Luke um Sierra and Austin. I also felt feel like being a, the only group of three makes it very challenging from a choreography standpoint and they really rose to the occasion so, and hence the history behind them. I know I mean that <laughs> and the fact that they all like had a good like they were kind of in on the joke. i I appreciated that.
1: I always appreciate when people are doing the joke. That's like, yeah. once I'm like, when someone's self-aware like that, I'm like, yes. Um, so the party was, was it foxtails and moxtail? A mocktail. Mocktails. No, mox- yeah. mox. <laughs> Mock-tails. Uh, uh, Carl getting ready for the party. He reminded me of like a frat dad
2: at a frat house. Well, I don't know what frats you were going to- like preparing a meal. No, like the way he was cleaning the house, and was like oh. this is disgusting, oh, and like okay. I he think just you meant like I was like, uh, where no, 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 the not his
1: no, 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 just like in terms of like how he's cleaning the house, yeah. and like he just seemed very like fatherly, uh, the way he was like getting everything organized, and it, it just seemed see like that. he was like preparing like a meal and things for like his kids' friends.
2: Yeah, no, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Uh the house is disgusting. Like I d- I don't know why it gets so gross. The house the summer house doesn't get that bad. I mean, I know their individual rooms do, but I feel like the house itself doesn't always look like a pit. I mean, I think too they spend a lot more time outside
1: than inside. Yeah, so that's bad. And maybe that's on the weekends we it. don't know
2: it, but like a cleaning crew comes in. I bet that's why Craig was so pissed. I bet there is a cleaning crew for summer house we just don't know it.
1: Yeah. And it's like over an extended period of time. And clearly there's people who clean and there's people who don't. So yeah. all in all, um, a good episode. Um, the season I feel like has been all over the place, but next week we get the confrontation between Austin and Lindsay, which I'm very, very curious to see how this goes, especially with Lindsay being sober.
2: This is going to like, this is the interesting thing too. They're both sober. So yeah, I, and like with everybody going out, um, not saying that it won't be fun for them, but I it, like, yeah, nobody can pull the, like, oh, I was drunk. I don't remember. Or everything that like Lindsay's going to be mo- even more activated and heated. So I don't know if, uh, Austin really knows what he's getting himself into, but no, and I did before we
1: fully move on, I appreciated her explaining her, her, um, I don't want to say sobriety, but... Oh, why she decided to cut alcohol out. Yeah, Yeah. just because I know as viewers, I mean, we're nosy. Like everyone had been wondering and everyone automatically goes to like pregnancy, which I remember getting so many messages regarding that. And my place was in that. But now that she owes us an explanation, but I thought it was great as a partner and being supportive in that way.
2: And I think it's... I mean, honestly, too, I would imagine like... I mean, think how good you would feel if you never drank. You would like to never have a hangover and... I, so I like, I appreciate her basically saying, yeah, I started it for him, but I continued it for me. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's um, a good way to end it.
2: All right. And Summer house Let's or go. winter house. Damn it. <laughs> it's all the same. Southern charm, winter house charming um, house rules. <laughs> I feel like we're giving too much credit to the Toms. If we put rules in there, they were there for two episodes. Yeah. But they brought
1: the fun. I just, you know, me Schwartz is like the, my guy like, Oh, who's like your number one guy on Bravo. Cause Schwartz is for me. He's like my number one,
2: Um, my number one guy. Like, who would you potentially leave Kevin for a night? Oh, oh for a night or a lifetime? Maybe both. <laughs> uh, Mauricio for like a lifetime, for sure. A night, just one night. Mm. Or
1: like, who do you think of that charming house rules? Like those group, like which guy is like your favorite and like you would want to mm-hmm. hit that
2: like none of them. Wow. I don't, I Carl who's like, uh, yeah, I would, I guess Carl <laughs> the way you go, I guess, Carl, not even, I mean, Andrea. it's like, it's like Abby, <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. Yeah. I'd have sex with Andrea in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, I, Andrea. Yeah. But like none of them. So Andrea, I like love him, but now it'd be like weird. Cause we've gotten to know him a little better, but like from just like <laughs> a, what is my, like, like, like type? Of- I don't think it's any of them. Wow. I love. Oh, that's good. Not Corey.
1: Oh, Not three
2: fifths. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know what? If I was younger, so this is me speaking from like, you know, being older and a mom. If I was younger, I hate to admit it, but I would have had a huge crush on Austin in college. He's no, tall. I, I, I think he's. It's,
1: yeah, I get it. I get the after after our BravoCon, I kind of get mm-hmm. the Austin appeal.
2: Um. And I, I I don't know. I think I would look at him as kind of like a challenge, but also somebody that like, if it didn't work out with, I could still like hang out with and party with and it wouldn't be awkward. I think Craig would make things awkward if you dated and then broke up.
1: Well, yeah. Like kind him of a little, Naomi.
2: Yeah. Like he's just kind of like a little bitch about stuff. So I couldn't do that. Um, Shep, I, I would be too concerned about catching a disease. <laughs> you know, the Tom's neither one of them do it for me. I can't have a guy who's better at makeup than I am. And Schwartz is too much of a like a child. Kyle is too short. I can't do a short guy. Um, Luke, I think sometimes is a little too in his feelings. So yeah, I guess it's Austin. Or Carl. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we addressed that.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> this is like a revelation for me. No, um, I know.
1: I, we've never talked about it. So I'm like very intrigued. I've always been like Schwartz, Schwartz, Schwartz.
2: Um, so yeah. Okay. Uh, Salt Lake City. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> I just feel like this was not my favorite episode, but, um, what do we, let's, should we just dive into the men part or do we want to talk about the skiing? Oh, well, I, the skiing made me laugh because as someone
1: who's dabbling in skiing more, I was Lisa Barlow and I felt so seen at her, like just falling on her ass. So that's the only comment regarding the skiing we we can make, (laughs) but that is me. So if you've ever thought, Hmm, what does Vanessa look like when she skis? You have those random thoughts. I look like Lisa Barlow. Um,
2: yeah. did you like just men. start, like, you just started skiing, like,
1: a couple yeah, of Yeah, like, last ago. year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I was falling a lot. I think if it's, like, I feel this way about, like, water skiing, um, regular skiing. I think if you never did it as a child, it's really, really hard to learn as an adult. Because, like, you're more aware of, like, the damage you can do to your body. And, like, as a kid, you just don't care. You fall, you get right back up. So, I think no, and also a- you
1: use like different muscles. Like I didn't realize how much of my shins I used um, in skiing, which is really weird because in your everyday life, you don't like put the, your foot in your pressure that way. But yeah, anyhow, we're going off on a lot of teams all right, today, but so that's it. And then the
2: like, I feel like all of these franchises, like everybody loves the Jersey men. We have to try to do that. I'm really glad that Beverly Hills has just leaned into, we're just going to do Mauricio and. PK. Like there's really, I guess there's really not a lot of other men to throw in there, but like they're not trying to do a, like a poker night with Harry Hamlin type of thing. Um, or with crystal's husband, I think they're just kind of like, all right, like they kind of get it. Salt Lake is trying really hard to be like a Jersey and they're just not like, it's awkward when they get them all together.
1: I just like couldn't Christian grace now, who's a buddy of ours. He had post. he made this post and it like summed it up for me. Said, Jen Shaw is going to prison for 10 years. I do not need to see men seasoning fucking meat in a kitchen. Where is the creative direction? Like, why are we getting to the hard-hitting questions? Like, surely, I mean, I know men handle things a little bit differently, but what the fuck? Like, it's like, what is this event? And then Jen, like, showing up, it just felt very production says,
2: um, coach, you yeah. yeah,
1: you guys are having to get together, show up. And then that was it. It was just very, weird to me, Um, but I did say John Barlow held his fucking own
2: when confronted. I don't think he totally did. I I felt like he did. I mean, ultimately, yeah, he didn't say like, oh, my wife was wrong, but I felt like he seemed extremely nervous. You can tell he's somebody who doesn't like confrontation. And he just, I think in his head, he's like, what can I use? What can I use? And so he just kept going back to like, well, your wife accused my wife of having an affair um, I don't know. I didn't feel like he really, like, I think he's a great husband and uh, I love him as a person. And I think this made me love him more. Cause it's just like, he's somebody who's like, I don't want to be involved in the drama and all of like the conversation about everything that's going on. And I think in his mind, he's like, my wife messed up. She apologized. Why are we still talking about it?
1: I also but- appreciated though, like when he continued to grill him, nervous or what? I just like that he said again, "Your wife brought up rumors that Lisa cheated on me." Yeah. Like, I just like that he stood his ground in that sense. Like, yeah. each time like the- he was kind of coming for him. Seth was coming for him with something Lisa did. He was like, "Well, again, your wife did
2: this." I also feel like too. This is another example of why they're not the Jersey men. The Jersey men don't really like do like talk about that much stuff with the wife they do but they're always like we're above that we don't get involved in it and then they grill each other and give each other a hard time for the shit their wives say i felt like seth was trying to almost like can i he was like can i get john to like turn on lisa which of course he's not going to like i don't know what seth thought he thought he was going to gain from that conversation
1: no and also we have to remember with jersey like there's relationships and i know I mean, now with Louie being newer and some people, but like Frank and Joey have known each other for years. Like there's yeah. more of an established friendship. Like I believe these men do get together outside of filming. Whereas clearly on Salt Lake, these men don't see each other uh, oh, aside no. from the four times a month that they film together. Yeah. So I just, it's just very
2: different. I wasn't here for it. It was kind of annoying. Agreed. Agreed all around. Um what else happened on Salt Lake? So Meredith's then get,
1: sister and her nephew.
2: That was so heartbreaking. But I also like, I felt like her sister was very quick to be like, he's so much better now. It's like, she seemed to me kind of like the mom who thinks that like, like is one of those people who's like, well, he's over his addiction. He's over his like depression. Like I, I felt, I kind of wish would have appreciated her being a little bit more like this is going to be an ongoing journey and we're all, he's going to need the family support for a very long time. But right now he's doing really good. And here's where he's doing good. Like, I felt like it was just a little too quick to be like, oh, that was a bad part of our life, but now we're going to put a pretty bow on it and he's really good and everything's okay. I feel like Meredith was coming more from like a space of like, this isn't going to be therapy and we're over it and we're not going to have to revisit this again. No.
1: I I just appreciate it. I always respect housewives who are willing to be vulnerable. Yes. and kind of open up a bit. Um I mean the fact that he drank bleach, I was like, "Oh my god." because we remember I remember her talking about this, but I'm with yeah. you. I think you and I Abby and I we have several life conversations <laughs> outside of housewives, but we're both on the same page of like not just brushing something under the rug, or we we're, we're very not toxic positivity people. So yeah. we're like, it's very much okay to just like this be sucks. In the shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. This sucks. And it is what it is. and i I couldn't agree more with what you I
2: said. will say though, I give her sister and her nephew so much praise and like love for coming on a show like that and putting that story out there that cannot be easy for, you know, for Meredith's nephew to know that people are going to like hear that story and know everything about it. And, and for her sister, you know, to have it out there and relive it. So I don't want to come across as insensitive. I just kind of felt like, like you said, it was a little bit of almost like toxic positivity there, but I'm not living that, you know, journey with them. So I could, you know, I could very easily be wrong and this just could be based off one scene, but I do commend them for talking about it because I think it opens doors for other people who maybe are watching that the show to say, like, I've felt like that, or I've been close to doing something similar. Um, so I do commend them for that. What do you think about um, Strong Pivot? First of all, I guess Jinshaw really can't leave the country because we keep going to like all of these like random domestic on these random domestic trips. Like, yeah. we've done Scottsdale. Now we're going to do San Diego. Um, I feel like we maybe need to take a page from Potomac. I don't think we need to have try to bring, make extra people happen. I don't think Angie needs to be part of Salt Lake city anymore. I, I don't understand like the other friends of, or are they now housewives They haven't been in the opening credit yet, but I am a little confused why we're trying to bring in like what seemingly is like random people. Yeah.
1: It's what is it? Dana. I don't even remember all their names. I, is I just, it? yeah, but it just feels very, very random. Like I, I mean, I'm sure there was an introduction on how they like know someone in the group, but it just didn't feel very organic to me. It just feels like these women just started showing up and filming yeah. with them.
2: <laughs> like, oh, okay. Now you're going to pretend like you've known this person. Like Meredith and who was she filming with? Was it Dana, Dana, Dana. Dana. Um, I- I'm like, you've never talked about this person for three seasons. And we're supposed to believe that you guys are friends. I don't know. I just, like you said, I felt a little forced.
1: What's interesting. And I'll let you know how this episode goes is that. Heather films below deck adventure with Angie.
2: Yes. I, well, and this is where allegedly some conversations happened about the blow jobs and all that stuff was on um, that cruise. So, so we
1: will see. Um, okay. So before we take our ad break, I really quickly want to know like where you stand on Heather versus Whitney after this week.
2: Oh, I think I'm still Whitney. What about you? Yeah. yeah no, I am with you. I really Maybe. just want it to be over. That's.
1: Like, <laughs> I don't think it will be anytime soon. I know. Soon, I yeah. just,
2: I'm not, I, and I also like, It's. it feels like Whitney's trying really hard to be friends with Heather, but then the moment like they start talking, she's still like wants, she's still like desperate for this apology from Heather. So I'm like, you can't like, don't keep showing up to her stuff. If you really want an apology, don't like, just say like, I can't, I'm not going to do things with you until you see my side of it and apologize for what you've done. Um, It just, it's like a weird dynamic. And I think it just shows like the abuse of a, like of Whitney as a child. It's like, uh, I know it's not Stockholm, but almost in a way it's like, she so desperately wants like approval and the friendship of the people who seemingly are hurting her. Yes. Wow. A plus assessment. Thank Let's you. take our ad break. Um, I'm actually drinking my, orga- I'm going to start calling them Organifi lattes um, with my vanilla protein and coffee. I am like on a kick with this. So mm, that sounds so good. I need, I don't drink coffee, but I, I want to do like that. something. I don't know.
1: I need to try that. That sounds delicious. I think too, with Thanksgiving holiday coming up, I think Organifi is a great way for you to kind of feel good about what you're putting
2: in your body, right? I think too. Like, yeah, I completely agree. I think it also. It's almost like you know when you work out, you're like, okay, well, I like, I just feel better. I feel like I did, like I accomplished something. Sometimes when I drink like a red drink in the afternoon instead of having another cup of coffee or sorry, Lisa Barlow, a diet coke, um, it like made, I just feel I'm like, oh, I made a healthy choice today. Like there's a sense of pride with that. So. If you'd like to have that sense of pride, go to Organify.com slash Real Moms to get 20% off your order. Um, and we, soon you'll start seeing us kind of talking a little bit more about how we're using it in our day-to-day life on our Instagram. Uh, all right. Let's go into Potomac. Uh, our Miami trip where we're not in South Beach. God, production is so I, shady and I love it. The best production on Housewives is the Potomac production team. But hands down, I mean, even the ladies said it at BravoCon. They're like, we have the best production. And that is 100% true. They, I mean, the women make the show amazing on their own. But then you add like that little stuff in there. And you're like, oh, my God, this is why I love it. But before we even get to the trip. So there's some rumor about Michael Darby getting, getting his, his
1: dick sucked at the roundup. I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> oh, God, the roundup. I love the way she's talk. Got his dick sucked at the roundup. Um <laughs> like rhymed almost. You made a note about this. I think you're onto something. I feel like we need to get somebody to do a deep dive. But what's your what's your theory? Sharon? So
1: I saw actually I can't take full credit, but um my Twitter, which who knows how long that's gonna last. Um, side note, <laughs> I get served up, no surprise, housewives. And this person, I'm pretty sure, and I, I can't find the tweet, but the guy who this Escort man who said Michael was getting his dick sucked could be the same guy who confronted Ashley at BravoCon. So at BravoCon during the Q and A session, this dude in a red sweatshirt—I I think Ashley referred to him as like sweatshirt guy or like by yeah. what he was wearing—but had made an allegation about Michael, and Ashley was quick to be like, "Well, show me the receipts. Like, show me. Like, if this is happening, then show me what you have." And this person couldn't produce the receipts, so I don't know if it's the same person, but it just makes it more interesting to think that it is.
2: Let's I like to believe it is. Yeah, it's like I like man. to believe
1: that it is. That's the story I'm going to tell myself. But also, like I believe it. If I'm being honest, I do
2: too. But I also, I, I kind of see Ashley's point of this. Like she's separated from this man, so people trying to like throw digs at her by saying something about Michael, it's just like all you're doing is like just putting stuff out there about her kid's father, you know, Like it's not like she, I, I think the coochie craving has now subsided even at this point in airing and filming. Um, I do give her, I've always, you know, I think Ashley to
1: me, and we've said this before, is the housewife that has had been the most open, like all of it. Like she's talked about it all. She's never really hidden anything from it. And I do commend her on how respectful she has been to Michael Um, And how she speaks about him and even how she kind of like talked back to Candace and didn't really let her that bother her um, out of respect to him. So say what you want about Ashley. You don't have to like her. You think she's messy as fuck, but I think she's always been an open book and I think she's always been um, respectful to those who are close to her. In this instance, her ex-husband.
2: I uh, would agree. Uh, Also, I you made a note about this too. Uh, I think Mia had maybe the only line Mia's possibly ever had in her history as a housewife, housewife that I audibly laughed and was like, oh my God, in this moment, you really are a housewife. Congratulations, Mia. But when she was talking about Sharice's um, eyelashes that are always half, halfway down, sliding halfway down her face, I was like, oh my God. And then they show a clip of Sharice and it's like, It's pretty true. Her eyelashes do hang awfully low. (laughs) It's it's like, again,
1: production, like a plus work. It's just funny. It's just, that's like the, the levity and the fun stuff of housewives that I like love to see.
2: I completely agree. Um, We need more of that from Mia. I feel like Mia hasn't completely found her, her footing yet. Um, And I like, I want her to lean into those. Moments where she's like being shady, but also like really does love Sharice. Although, do you think she does? I mean, like I think she's friendly with Sharice, but she didn't exactly give Sharice the bedroom she wanted. No, and she didn't have a bathroom, which I don't. I kind of
1: don't blame. That's her on weird. That. I I kind of would feel the same way about that. So I don't know. I a hundred percent agree with that.
2: So okay, let's talk about this South Beach house. First of all, she said they're going to Miami. They're going to be at what you call the tip of the, the bay or something they're in. Um, I'm going to say it wrong, but they are in a nice part of Miami. They're just, they're not in South like the Beach. party part. Yeah. Um. I do wonder, I kind of agree with them. So they're like, you know, they're all like, Oh, you know, she's saying it's going to be, you know, five stars they are going to be in this great house. And the house does seem really cool, but knowing how many women you have coming, this. I I do feel like at the very least there should be a bathroom for every person or I I get Robin and Giselle getting annoyed that they always have to share, but at least they do have a bathroom in their room. Like, you know, I wouldn't be upset. Well, you and I share a bed. It seems like every trip we go on. Um, but all I, all I would want is like nothing smaller than a queen and our, a bathroom in my, in my room. Um, I just feel like this house wasn't like it was purposely set up to cause drama, but if they really were going to try to be like, make it party, why do they not just do hotel a hotel?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like this is like a production issue because we learned at BravoCon during a producer panel, like how difficult and challenging it is to get. Um, accommodations for filming and yeah. allowing people to film there. And hotels, it sounds to be like especially difficult um, because, you know, the hotel is going to be somewhat featured and whatnot. So that's what I attribute it to in my head, but I couldn't agree more. I would want my own bathroom. I do f- find it funny that Giselle and Robin do like, so we have Ramona and Sonia who automatically love to share. They're always going to be together to get the best room. They will share like no questions asked. And then on the reverse, these two, yes, they're like besties and don't mind sharing, but really don't want to share. So it's just like kind of funny seeing um, the women fight over rooms a little bit. Uh, And then, you know, what's your take on Rob and saying what, why does, why does Karen get the best room because she's old?
2: (laughs) I do think there is something to, because there is such a difference in age. I do kind of see that. Um, but I don't think she should always get the best room. I just think also it's a sense of nobody wants to piss off the grand dame. And if she's happy, the trip seemingly goes better. Cause if Karen lets loose and is, you know, doing the shot, doing shots and getting kind of, um, goofy, like we saw at, um, Monique's lake house, that trip when, um, Karen, she was pretty drunk. Uh, that was like one of my favorite scenes. So I could see like wanting just to keep her happy, but I, I don't, I go back and forth. What about you? I mean, we do have to respect her. I don't want to even
1: want to say respect our elders. Because ah, I love Karen so damn much. And I mean, but it, you look it makes like sense to me.
2: A Candace, you know, versus a Karen, Karen should get a better room. She's got, she, look, I'm, we're in our late 30s and like, I want a good bed and I want, you know, a nice shower. When I was six, seven years younger, I mean, shoot, not even that long ago, like, if, You and I, with our husbands, we shared a tiny hotel room in Nashville for the Mizzou Vanderbilt game. And we didn't mind, you know, because we just, you don't care. But as you get older, you just want a nicer accommodation. So I could see, I can, I think probably by the time I'm 60, I'm going to want a really nice room.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I mean, I find it now and I'm not even 40 and I always yeah. want the nice room. So yeah, it's a thing with age. Uh, I definitely think she should get it. Next week's episode looks juicy. Peter, yes. the the extra housewife on Potomac comes in and shit goes down between Wendy and Mia. I'm very curious to see what happens and how it transpires. So Potomac always brings it.
2: They really um, do. Did you see Mia and watch what happens live? I did. I thought that was pretty funny. She yes. was I, she was cracking me up. She was not backing down on her answers, which I appreciate. We um, um, appreciate someone who doubles
1: down. But before we take, um, go to our shout out, I want to talk to you guys about story worth. If you're spending time with loved ones for the holidays, chances are you're going to hear a lot of stories, especially with Thanksgiving coming back, coming up. The ones you love to hear, the ones you've heard too many times. But have you ever wanted to help your loved ones document those timeless stories? It can be challenging to write an entire book of life memories, but StoryWorth makes it easy and fun. This is how anyone can write a book about their life. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a single life-related question that you can pick from their collection. Like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done? All they have to do is reply with the story. Then after a year, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories, memories, and even any photos into an exquisite hardcover book. Um, millions of stories have already been told with Storywith because they make the process so simple. Get started with your loved one for the holidays. And before you know it, you'll both be cherishing those timeless stories for generations to come. I've been doing this with my dad, and it's been really, really fun. I get an email every week with his responses. Um, Storywith will also like automatically asks the questions. If you don't want to, you know, go in there and put in the work, they'll automatically ask all sorts of random questions, like, what was your first job? How would you spend your twenty first birthday? Like, little stories and things about your parents that you may not always know. So we of course have a promo for you. So help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to StoryWorth.com slash Moms today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's StoryWorth, dot hcom slash Moms to save $10 on your first purchase storywork.com slash real moms.
2: Great job spelling that. I feel like I would have really stumbled on that. So good job.
1: <laughs> thanks. Spelling. Usually I stumble on that too. So I'm kind of uh
2: spelling's I'm hard. Surprised. Have you ever, spelling. do you ever write down a word so many times that you start to think you're spelling it wrong? Like, cause you overanalyze a word that you know is correct.
1: Yes. Yeah, schedule used to be that word for me. Yeah. Interesting.
2: I know. Um, all right. What's your shout out this week?
1: Ooh, I was thinking about this last night. Like, what was my shout out going to be this week? I was like thinking really, I'm really hard. I'm still thinking about mine, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I have an anti-shout out. Ooh, a jackal? I kind of have more of a jackal. All right, let's hear it. I feel very passionate about it. And that is Ticketmaster. mm Um, we're going to go into it more in our Patreon, but fuck Ticketmaster. I was fortunate. I will say I was very lucky that I did get a ticket to Taylor Swift, but how they managed this fiasco is beyond me. The fact that they canceled everything today. I just felt very activated about it and want to say
2: fuck Ticketmaster. So I mean, they literally like ruined Christmas for people. Oh, it's like insane. My nieces and my nephew, my sister-in-law was sitting by her computer from 9:30 to 4:30 canceled her daughter's dentist appointment because all she wanted her kids have never gone to a concert she wanted to take them to Taylor Swift because it's like the one artist they all enjoy and you know for the most part it's like appropriate like the kids like also like post malone but she's like i'm not taking them to a post malone concert because they're all under the age of 11 uh, so she was going to take them to Taylor Swift it was going to be like their one big christmas gift it was going to be a family experience and like, she just wasted an entire day and now has no idea like what she's going to do. And I know these are first world problems, but like, there's a lot of people out there that it like really just the whole way it was handled. It's one, oh, one exactly. thing to just not how get tickets, handled. but just how it was handled was how terrible.
1: it was managed was horrible. So I can go on and on, but I just felt like I have more of a jackhole, and I really needed to say, fuck ticket master. So wow. that's how I feel.
2: Wow. Right. Man, now I feel like I have to think of something positive. You don't have to. You can have a jackhole too. We're always positive. Well, I know. I'm trying to like balance it, but I don't. So I, okay. I'm going to give a shout out to anyone who works in the service industry, especially this time of year. Uh, Starbucks might be handing out their Christmas cups, but there was not a lot of cheer and joy at my Starbucks yesterday. I'd like never ceases to amaze me how. I don't know what it is when someone thinks because someone's like, you're paying for something that that person now like is beneath you. But some of like the way some people were talking to the Starbucks workers, they, I guess, you know, everybody wanted their Christmas cup. We all order on the app. It tells you it's going to take seven minutes. It took closer to 15. There were a shit ton of orders. And I will say to the staff at the Del Mar Loop um, Starbucks location, they were working their asses off and people were just being so rude. Like, I ordered that seven minutes ago, the app told me it'd be ready. Clearly it's not like, they're not just going to push your drink ahead. I also think in retail, you just see people being really like short and snippy, like with trying to return something and they don't have the receipt. And they're like, why is it taking so long? Well, you didn't bring your fucking receipt. And this is coming from somebody who spent a lot of my, um, college, high school years working in retail and as a server. So I just want to say to you people, I that's not so bad. To all of you in the service industry, I have been you. I know how hard it can be. And I really am sorry that you get treated like shit, particularly around the holidays. So shout out to all of you. I hope that you get to have, you know, somewhat of some time off after the holiday rush is over. Um and that hopefully too many people aren't very rude to you, but just know that the rest of us uh, will try to do our best to be a little bit more polite and appreciative. Uh, Fuck the haters. Fuck the haters. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like like, activated right now. Also, if you are going to Starbucks and you're going to get pissy, let's be honest. You're pissy because you don't want to make your coffee at home because it doesn't taste as good. Let's be real. And you probably ordered with only 10 minutes to spare because you have to leave to go to a meeting. And now you're running a little late and God forbid you don't have your latte. Like, I feel like it's always the people like, well, I have an important meeting to go to. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have or added Starbucks to your commute if you're in such a hurry. So um just gonna throw that out there. Um, but anyway, all of you we know are not like that because uh you guys are amazing. We appreciate all of your support. It has been quite the year for us. I just feel like we've like gotten to connect with all of you more, whether it was at Bravicon through DMs, like we love it. So just thank you guys so much for continuing to support us. You know, the spiel, Uh, a free easy way to support us is hitting subscribe, hitting five stars. If you have a few minutes to spare, leave us a review. Uh, If you have a constructive comment, feel free to leave a five-star review and then put that constructive comment in the um, (laughs) actual, you know, write-up part. Uh, so we do know that somebody would like us to start including the minute marker of when, winter house is over, because Which we can they, do, we can, we can, can totally do that. One.
1: We can totally doesn't do have, that,
2: but give us five stars. Yeah. That doesn't have to be a one star with a suggestion. We're going to do your suggestion, even though it was a one star, but now feel <laughs> free to change that back to a five. Um, <laughs> This just goes to show guys, we see every single one of them. Uh, if you'd like to support us monetarily, go to uh patreon.com slash real of Bravo. We've got a lot to break down and Vanessa's activated. So you guys get ready for that episode. We will not catch you next week. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, whether you're spending it with fa- uh, family, friends, pets, if you're cuddling up on the couch and enjoying just some peace and quiet, because you're overstimulated already this year. I feel ya, And I hope you enjoy that time to yourself. Thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you in December. Oh, that's crazy. Bye.
0: You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's Bodi.com. dot com.